0: They say this cat brother Craig is a bad brother. But I'm talking about hatchet. Then
1: we can take it.
0: The really real deal with brother Craig, the hatchet man, every Saturday.
1: Who is the hatchet man? Where is the hatchet man? Who is this hatchet man and where can we find him? Okay, okay. Brother Craig is the hatchet man. And you can find him at WNTW 820
0: the really real deal with Brother Craig, the Hatchet Man, on 820 AM WNTW.
1: Now, no more water, you guys. Please. Who let the dogs sound? Who let the dogs out? 100,
2: 100, 100, 100. Who let the dogs out? 100, 100,
1: 100, 100. Uh, anniversary of September 11th coming up. we the going to talk about the historical uh, September 11th that dates back to the 1500s. Okay, this, this is big, folks. at At the bottom of the hour, 10:30, our friend, a uh, good friend of this program, Robert Spencer, he's going to pay us a visit here again. He has another book out. This man has written 16 books on Islam, and he's founder and president of Jihad Watch. Okay, and uh, we need to revive the the uh, the Golden Hatchet Awards and. uh I'm telling you, uh, Robert Spencer, he definitely would be a recipient of the Golden Hatchet Award. This man speaks truth. He is a true watchman on the wall. The man is fearless, okay? You got to hang around for that. 10.30, don't miss it. Matter of fact, tell your friends. Go ahead and tweet and and tweet Google and and Facebook. Do all that, okay? (laughs) There's probably five or six other ways to do this that the Hatchet Man doesn't even know about yet. But uh, we got that to talk about the um, the. Uh, it wasn't a debate; it was a governor's forum at Virginia Union University. I have some very interesting things to say about that. I I just thought the whole thing fell far short of the mark. Okay, and uh, I, I hope I hope I have time to get to that. Uh, just so much, uh, so much to talk about. But first, first of all. Um, this 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 false notion of uh, of global warming that there's something wrong with the planet and the the that what is wrong with the planet is the economic activity of human beings, i.e., those dastardly capitalists. Okay, if 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 man would just live in a teepee uh, like the Native Americans or live in a live in a hut like uh, you know primitive man has done forever, and you know whether you go to Europe, Africa, you know, the Australian bush, whatever, you know, you find, uh, you know, folks at some point in time had lived in little huts, okay? A lot of places on the planet, they still live in huts, okay? <laughs> and um, so the argument is, you know, and, and it's an old, old, old saying that correlation does not indicate causation. Because you can correlate events does not mean that one event caused the other, just like the rooster that crows. I'm telling you, we uh, Mrs. Hatchett and I had a rooster uh, right next door to us. That joker would not only crow when the sun came up. That joker was crowing at 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning, okay? He, the rooster's gone now, but you know, I'm glad he's gone. Um, but, you know, because the rooster crows in the morning and then the sun rises, the, the rooster didn't cause it, okay? I mean, this is common sense, but we're – the, the the Democrat Party that runs the education uh, scam here in the United States of America has done such a good job of dumbing down the nation that I have to take valuable airtime to explain elementary things, okay? I mean, it's almost like, you know, you have to say one plus one equals two. You truly, and I've been saying for years, do I have to write everything in crayon for these people? (laughs) And uh, sometimes I do have to write it in crayon. I don't mind. But anyway, uh, 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 ah, computer, okay, it's back. Now, hurricanes, okay, I'm telling you, folks, I've got a long, long list, okay? Uh, 1502. OK, uh, Christopher Columbus spotted uh, a hurricane and tried to warn the um, was this guy? Ah, lost my spot. The governor of Hispaniola, Nicolas de Ovando, who had 30 ships in his fleet and he was trying to get back to Spain. Columbus told him, don't do it, man. Wait a week. The guy told him to go pound sand. He went anyway. The storm sank 21 of his 30 ships, 500 sailors died, okay? The Tempest of 1609, all right? That was such a a big, well-known storm that William Shakespeare wrote a play about it called The Tempest, okay? Colonial Hurricane, 1635, all right? Powerful New England hurricane that hit the Massachusetts Bay Colony, all right? And, um... Many of the pilgrims believed that the storm was apocalyptic, okay? You hear a lot of that now, okay? You hear a lot of that now, all right? Um, 1667, they called it the year of the hurricane, all right? There were so many of them, even right here in, uh, in the uh, North Carolina, Virginia, and Maryland. They had to halt tobacco production, and it's, uh, what, 80% of the tobacco and the corn that was standing was destroyed and 15,000 homes in Virginia and Maryland. Now, this is in the 1600s now, 15,000 homes. Imagine there are many, many more homes now. Imagine how many would be destroyed today, right? I mean, and we could just go on and on and on, the great storm of 1724, the Accomac storm of October 1693, the hurricane of October 1743, the Hurricane of October, 1749. I mean, on and on. And, and these are not all the storms. These are just the historic storms, okay? I remember, there, there are no uh, film recordings. It's just people had to write it down, all right? Um, the Independence Hurricane of 1775, okay? I mean, the Great Hurricane of 1780. We just go on and on. George Washington's Hurricane, 1788, all right? Um, the Cape May hurricane of 1821. I mean, we can just go on and on. 1846, 1856, the last island uh, hurricane, the last, no, last island. Okay, a monster hurricane struck the resort Louisiana Island called the Last Island and split the island in half. Okay, I mean, folks, we, we can go on and on and on. The Great Tempest of 1879. I mean, Uh, the Galveston Hurricane of 1900, okay? And these are thousands of people are are killed in these, some of them hundreds, some of them thousands, okay? Um, 1903, what was that one? Um, A 100-year hurricane hit the Jersey Shore, all right? The Miami Hurricane of 1926, all right? Okay, I lost my spot. Here you go. The Galveston Hurricane, 6,000 people died. OK, totally wiped Galveston, Texas, off the map. Totally, totally. OK, I mean, and, and we can just go on and on and on. Um, you know, big hurricane in Miami, 1926, 26 inches of rain. Uh, folks, the, it, it's, it's, it's sad. You know, and, you know, I, I was at church last Sunday uh, for uh, the Union Baptist homecoming in Charles City. And I'm telling you, they have a guy there that can sing. Oh my goodness! David has this uh, special song he sings all the time. Ride out your storm. Okay, man. If I could sing, I'd sing you a little bit of it right now. But <laughs> we don't want to get that started. Okay. But uh, anyway, uh, the 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 list here is long, and there's some years where they're several uh, major hurricanes in the same year, and then there you can go 10 years without a major hurricane like we recently have gone. Now Remember now, uh, after Katrina, these same people came out of the woodwork, and rather than just be helpful and do like President Trump is doing, do like all the rescue efforts are being done, just help your fellow Americans in need. They seize on these things as political opportunities. Okay. I remember when George Bush didn't want to be a distraction and flew flew his plane around to get a wide uh, upper air view. And it's like no matter what a president does, if he's a Republican, the media and the Democrats will play political games with it because their followers are taught to feel, to emote, not to think and discern. And so emotion and anger always works dealing with these people. They, they always use that. They use anger, emotion, and hate. The Democrat Party is literally the party of hate, okay? They are the party that uh, got the uh, the, the uh, trail of tears going in the 1830s. They are the party of the Ku Klux Klan. They are the party that fought Reconstruction. The Democrat Party is the party that fought the Civil Rights Movement. The Democrat Party is the party of Antifa and Black Lives Matter, again, hate, hate. Where it used to be, they would say, oh, let's hate on the black man. Now they're saying, oh, let's hate on the white man, particularly the uh, blue-collar working-class white man, the religious white man, the Christian white man, okay? These backwards people that want to hold on to things like uh, what is, is is written in the Memphis uh, the, the Memphis uh, letter that's been uh, making the rounds, okay? Oh, and, and they'll say, oh, there they go again. They won't get on board with homosexuality and transgenderism, so we're going to hate them because they, you know, and they accuse us of the hate. But when you look at these people as they confront one another and you see the Antifa, the Black Lives Matter, the neoliberals, it's always the nasty little nice guy liberal or nice girl liberal that's shouting and spitting. I mean, I even saw a guy with a flamethrower in Charlottesville a few weeks ago. <laughs> All right? I mean, folks, the, these storms, people are in need of help, okay? They are, in the these are, you know, and to us, to we who are, are members of the Christian Conservative uh, Coalition, we see these things as opportunities to help our fellow man. All right. The left sees these things as opportunities to to denounce, to pick apart the, uh, the 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 rescue efforts that are made. Okay. Whereas if if Bush flies over, oh, he doesn't care. He's flying in the air. If he lands his plane, oh, he doesn't care. He's in the way. Why didn't he just fly up and he could have looked at it from the air and not uh, sucked up resources and gotten in the way. Okay, so there, it's not a thing of right and wrong. It's whatever they choose. Or well, if you choose A, you should have chosen B. If you choose B, you should have chosen A. Because it's not that they uh, honest. They are honest brokers of information. It's an information war. And so it's, you can't win trying to please these people. What you have to do is you have to fight them, which is what I do as president of the First Amendment, Inc., I fight them with information, okay? And so, and that's what we're doing. This, this global warming hoax—there is no uh, man-made global warming. The, the the globe it will warm on its own. It will cool on its own. It does both, and it does them in cycles. And uh, but it, when when we have uh, events like these catastrophic uh, events that are killing people, displacing people, doing all types of economic harm. I mean, even uh, all across the East Coast, gas prices are spiking, and it's not because someone is gouging you. It's because the production facilities are knocked offline due to the weather event. Okay, it's it's simple. Okay, but to the left, it's another reason to attack capitalism as evil. Capitalism is not evil. Capitalism is good. Okay, it has brought more people out of poverty than any uh government program ever could hope to to pull people out of poverty as a matter of fact government programs do more to cause poverty than to alleviate poverty and that's a fact and we're going to take our first we're a little bit late with our first break and uh but our prayers do go out uh and i would just advise you to I- ignore these people uh that are saying is global warming and that if, if you oppose Democrat efforts to take over the entire economy so that the government can manage things, then that somehow makes you evil and uncaring. The exact opposite is true because you have good Christians who are putting themselves and their own finances on the line to be a help to their fellow American. And I am very proud of my nation uh, looking at the, uh, the response in spite of what, uh, what hey, uh, these, these eco-terrorists are attempting to make out of a very tragic uh, event. And as I've uh, proven to you with uh, my little bit here about the historic nature of these storms, it, this, is just, this is a part of living on planet Earth. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back with uh, a little bit of Islamic history on September 11th that goes back hundreds and hundreds of years, folks. Don't miss it.
0: A man and his microphone. Brother Craig.
1: Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special operations wounded warriors at s o w w charity.com christian groups like the virginia christian alliance at v a and salt and light council.org and there's also churches and others many many very worthy groups out here doing the lord's work so we support not only our own group the first amendment com, which keeps us on the air But the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program virginia your friendly neighborhood hatchet man brother craig coming back at you live here on virginia's big dog radio program the really real deal and uh folks we have to talk about um and while wow, we have a short segment here and we've got robert spencer uh founder and president of jihad watch coming up at the on the other side of the bottom of the hour news break but um You know, so this is a this is a good segment to uh, bring him on behind the um, September 11th attacks uh, happened in 2001 in the United States of America. But, folks, uh, it's 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 a tremendous missed opportunity. And I I can't stress that enough uh, to bring clarity, A a totally missed opportunity. Uh, George Bush came out with this uh, crap, and I have to just call it like it is, of that Islam is a religion of peace, okay? Uh, Trying not to uh, conflate um, the, the people that did the attack with those that didn't do the attack, okay? But, folks, Islam, traditional Islam, is anti everything that Christianity is about, and that's just an absolute fact. Okay, if you you have to read, you don't have to buy a Quran. Okay, you can just Google um, Quranic verses that support violence. Okay, there are. I mean, folks, this is these people are acting in accord with the fundamental understanding of their faith whereas the fundamental understanding of the Christian faith is exactly 100% opposite, okay? We love life. They love death. They even have a boast that says that, that we love death more than you love life. They boast about it, folks. They boast about it. But for 1,400 years, you know, ever since Muhammad rose his behind up out of the desert in Arabia, they've been raising hell on the planet. Been raising hell, okay? Raising hell. It's, I mean, there's, it's even predicted in the Bible that these sons of Ishmael would be like an, an ass of a man. They would be unruly and it, they wouldn't get along with anybody. And they don't. They don't. 1565, 452 years ago, okay, as these people were marching across. They had already conquered Arabia and North Africa, and they were in Europe. And what well, we got? Well, okay, we got three minutes. I'm going to try to get through some of this. And, and uh, Sultan Suleiman the Magnificent dominated the Mediterranean with intentions of not only taking Sicily, Sardinia, Magorka, and southern Spain, but Rome itself. And remember, folks, They did conquer Spain, okay? For 500 years, they conquered Spain. They ruled Spain. The only thing standing in his way was the small rocky island of Malta, just south of Sicily, defended by the Knights of Malta. And I know many of you have heard of the Knights of Malta. In March of 1565, the Sultan sent Algerian Admiral Drugat to Malta with 200 ships and 40,000 Muslim soldiers, including 6,500 elite troops. Drugut stated, unless you have smoked out this nest of vipers, you can do no good anywhere. Queen Elizabeth of England is said to have remarked, if the Turks should prevail against the Isle of Malta, it is uncertain what further peril might follow the rest of Christendom. The knights were led by a 70-year-old Frenchman, Jean-Parisot de La vallée. Pleas for reinforcements went out across Europe, but defense seemed futile. And Valette addressed his men. A formidable army composed of audacious barbarians is descending on this island. These persons, my brothers, are the enemies of Jesus Christ. Long story short, On September 11th, 1565, that so-called Magnificent Sultan had to retreat. And so ever since then, they've been trying to make up for that. Okay? And we're going to get into it a little more after my interview with Robert Spencer. We're going to take our bottom of the hour break. We will be... be nothing
2: nothing without
1: a woman welcome back to the program virginia your friendly neighborhood hatchet man brother craig coming back at you live here on virginia's big dog radio program and uh yes folks it is a man's world uh so you know if you're a girly man You might want to, uh, you know, maybe change the dial because it's going to get hot and heavy. I'm telling you, folks. And uh, now uh, our good friend, Robert Spencer, sends his apologies. I I just spoke with Robert, and uh, his publicist neglected to inform him of this uh, scheduled interview uh, that the publicist publicist had set up, and so uh, he assured me that uh, he would be, uh, more than pleased. He remembered the last time we had him on, and he, he had a great time. And uh, we're looking forward to having him on in the near future. And, uh, and, and, and folks, it will be a great, great interview. Uh, trust me on that. His, uh, his latest book is um, you, The Complete Infidel's Guide to Free Speech. And uh, I'm telling you, uh, with me being founder and president of the First Amendment Inc., uh that, you know, free speech is near to my heart. And uh it's 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 the number one thing. And see, uh wars are fought over ideas. Okay? And as I've been saying for years, that there's only two forms of government. There's not a Islamic government, a Christian government, a communist government, uh a, a, a fascist or you know, you can after you break it down into one or the other of the only two, then you can break it out further of, you know, you have slight variations of form of government, a which is rooted in God almighty. Okay. And that form of government says your rights and my rights are gifts from God almighty. They're, they're not to be determined by our fellow men. And remember, the, the, the true reason why they hate America is this, okay? It's not all this false, these false racism. I mean, human beings, if you want to say a nation is guilty of this sin or that sin, then all nations are guilty because all have sinned, okay? And I don't care if you're this religion, that religion, or no religion. All have sinned, okay? Some smart-alecky uh, lawyer uh, tried to trick Jesus with some false flattery, uh, telling him, oh, you're such a good man, Jesus. And to which he replied, and this is in the book of John. If you want to look it up, just Google it. Okay. Why saith thou that I am good? Knoweth not thou that there is none good except the Father? None good. Okay. So if, you know, if we want to listen to these uh, neoliberal leftists and these people that are the enemies of God, that that are the enemies of righteous, God-centered government, that are the enemies of freedom, that are the proponents of slavery, death, destruction. And remember, the enemy cometh not except to kill, steal, and destroy. That's, that's their modus operandi, kill, steal, and destroy. And God-centered government, protects you from those things. And this is why they hate America. Okay? This is this is the root of the reason why they hate America. All right? So this Islamic war is just an extension of Satan's war. And these people are yielded vessels of Satan. Now, are there some Muslims that, you know, don't di- don't dive that deep into the uh, evil teachings of Islam, and that they're just um, what you call cultural Muslims, and they're nice people. Certainly, there are. I, as a matter of fact, I have some personal friends that fall into that category. Okay, and I don't hate on them because they're Muslims. I, you know, I pray for the day that they wake up to the the grace of Jesus Christ, and you know, and if that day comes, that would be a glorious day. Okay, because they would be like the uh the lost you know the 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 prodigal son or the lost sheep okay and god rejoices when the one that has gone astray he would he would temporarily leave the 99 and go out looking for the one god rejoices over that okay so this is not uh as they would say they would say i'm engaging in hate speech because i'm i have the nerve to tell you the truth and the truth is that this is an extension, it's really satanic, okay? I don't mean in a ritualistic with hoods and a a cartoon image with horns and a tail that, you know, put put cartoons out of your mind. I'm talking reality here, okay? I'm talking, you know, Lucifer, the one that was the fallen angel, the angel of light, okay? The one that Saul Alinsky gave an acknowledgement to in his book Rules for Radicals when he was teaching these Democrat rabble-rousers how to stop being ineffective rabble-rousers, and how to take the country over and drive it to hell and get rich in the process, okay? Because that's what it was all about. It was all about having money and power, and when you have godly government in place, these people that want to kill, steal, and destroy, they can't do that. And number one, they can't get rich and they can't have power because they're not godly, all right? And they, they don't serve in government to be of service to their fellow man. They serve in government to rule over their fellow man. And therein lies the key difference in the two forms of government. One is a servant form of government. One is a rulership form of government. And in America, the principal idea we were founded on, being that our founders were all Christian men of good character and You know, and if someone wants to call up here and challenge me, oh, Brother Craig, but they were slaveholders, fine, call up, okay? I'll deal with that when I get to it. 804-454-1366 is the number, 804-454-1366, okay? But the simple fact of the matter is that slavery existed everywhere, more in the Islamic world than anywhere else, okay? But these two forms of government this idea that got unleashed in the american experiment that people could be ruled by the consent of the governed and not to be forced into anything okay but by the consent of the governed you think about what the difference in uh love making by the consent when a when you ask a woman for her hand and she consents and she gives you her hand in marriage and you love her You see her as the other half of yourself and you two unite in holy matrimony and procreate versus a man that sees a woman and he uh, wants her as an object and he forces himself on her. you, You cannot equate the two. They are the exact opposite, even though both of them can produce a child. But they are the exact opposite. One is rooted in force. One is rooted in agreement. And this is why they hate us. This is why they hate Christians. And, 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 and you uh, low-fat Republicans out there, please take notes. Write this down, okay? Write it down. Commit it to memory. There is nothing short of a an actual religious conversion that is the, that's the province of God Almighty. There is nothing short of that. That is going to convince a committed, hardcore individual that believes your rights are whatever they say they are. And they that hate this notion of government by the consent of the governed or your rights come from God or when you are in your mother's womb, you already have rights. And that therefore, the government has no power to tell you what your rights are, nor to abridge your rights, nor to deny your rights. OK, but it's written in our founding documents that the purpose of government is simply to secure the rights that you already have. Just like when you own a home and you secure your home with locks, windows and a shotgun. OK, the locks, windows and the shotgun didn't purchase your home. You did that. But the locks, the windows and the shotgun, they secure your home and your, your intelligence. That, that secures your home. And so this is the key difference here. This is the key difference. And so what's happening in September 11th is you've got these people that uh, were so upset that Jesus came to humanity, that God's grace came to humanity through Jesus, that 700 years later, 700 years after the fact now, after Jesus goes to the the cousins of the Arabs, which is the Jews, and they're cousins now, okay? Remember Isaac and Ishmael, they're cousins, okay? Both descended from Abraham, all right? Isaac, the child of promise through Abraham and Sarah, okay? Ishmael, Abraham, and Hagar, where they kind of circumvented God's will because their lack of patience, Right? And so and this God's word is not the word of Brother Craig, word of God. Read it for yourself. It's in it's in the Holy Bible. And anyone that thinks that it's not true to, to say that the uh the descendants of Ishmael were being ass of a man, you're gonna tell me you can't look at the map on the on the planet, you can't look at the six o'clock news, you can't Google all this um, Islamic violence, and you can't see that this Prediction written in the Bible thousands of years ago is true. I mean, a 10th grader could figure this out. And again, notwithstanding that there are some. And again, I know some personally that are wonderful people. OK, but those wonderful people that I know that are are Muslims, uh, you know, they they're not um, they're not Muslim scholars that can dig down deep and tell you with um with 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 fervor that they have a right to make you live in a place of dehemitude, a place of subservience a place where you have to acknowledge their superiority that they they have the divine right to lie to you it's called divine deception okay that they have the right to kill you because you refuse to believe and therefore, that makes you an infidel. The Islamic scholars that see the people that are burning folks alive, the people that are crucifying even today, even children, okay, and talk about First Amendment, freedom of speech, and all that. In these Muslim countries, you're not even free to criticize leadership, you're not free to criticize Islam, you're not free to criticize Muhammad ibn Abdullah. They don't like it that we're free to do that in America. And as a matter of fact, people spew all types of hatred against Christians, against Christ Himself. Some idiot uh, put a cross in uh, a, a crucifix in a jar of urine and sat it on a shelf in a museum, and they called it art. They called it art. And I'll never forget this. I remember some Muslim group saying that, um, you know, we don't allow that kind of mess in Islam. You do that and we'll kill you. I remember that. And we as Christians, now I'm not, we're not going to kill anybody over it, but why are we allowing these things to happen? Why is there not no any pushback? Okay, I'm just asking people to open your mouth up and speak. Where is Reverend Chickenfoot on this? Where is the Republican Party on this? Where is the leadership? Where are the elder statesmen? Where are they? its I mean, folks, it's ridiculous. George Bush is supposed to be an elder statesman. George Bush's father, H.W. Bush, is supposed to be an elder statesman. You know, they run around, oh, uh, Bill Clinton, I, he's my adopted son and Bill Clinton's behavior doesn't change. They, these are not elder statesmen in the sense of what you think of an elder statesman as a, someone who, with white hair who is a righteous uh, person that's when you go astray, he's gonna keep you on the straight and narrow. That's an elder statesman, someone who's done his time in the political fight and can now uh, sit back and be impartial and give you righteous judgment bet- when, when there's uh, a, a situation like we have now with my generation, the Gen Xers, versus the baby boomers. Okay, where the baby boomers have had power, won't let power go, and my generation is rising up with ideas, with energy, with the nerve. We're to- we we the onion toters. But the elders that are in retirement, where are they? Why we're coming up on September 11th. Why is it that I'm the only guy now? I know I'm the only guy in Richmond saying what I'm saying. Now we'll see. Come uh, come Monday. We'll see if any anyone else in 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 Virginia, or even in the nation. Well, nationwide, there are many. There there are many. Okay, there are many nationwide, but here here in the local market, we're going to see if there are any that have the nerve to just. I mean, back to this article here that I was sharing with you, the long history of September 11th Muslim atrocities. I told you about 450 years ago, uh, Sultan, the so-called Magnificent, Okay, the island of Malta and the Knights of Malta, they stopped his hind parts. And he had to tuck his tail and run. And he ran on September 11th, okay, after a siege of several months. 1683, another major event. This time, not 40,000 Muslim soldiers. This time, 138,000 Muslim Ottoman Turks surrounded Vienna, Austria. And they surrounded them for two months, Two months, okay? They sent a message to the Austrian king Leopold I await us in your residence so we can decapitate you. But Polish king Jan Sobieski gathered 81,000 Polish, Austrian, and German troops and on September 11th led a surprise attack in one of the largest charges in military history 38,350 cavalry men came and drove them away so there you have it september 11th again what about the battle of zenta september 11th 1697 and folks we're talking about the 1500s and the 1600s we haven't even gotten into modern history yet. And so this is this is old. This is old. This is old. And so if something happens Monday, okay, they're not doing it to memorialize their uh, attack in New York and the Pentagon. They're doing it to memorialize 1565 the 1683, 1697. Now, why Barack Hussein Obama and Hillary Clinton couldn't figure out that they needed to secure our ambassador and our outpost in Libya four years ago? I mean, the history is right there, folks. The history is right there. And the reason... It's not this false notion they, they make up and they spout and they teach, into, they teach it in the schools. And these silly, ignorant Negroes that call themselves Antifa and Black Lives Matter. People running around, dressed up like gorillas with their pants hanging down and a black mask on their face, acting like wild animals. Here you live in the greatest nation ever. People come here from all over the planet, and within one generation, they've gone from sweeping floors and picking grapes. And in in one generation, their children have gotten college degrees. They own corner stores and markets. They're doctors. You go to your anesthesiologist or any type of medical specialty, how many of them uh, have a Muslim last name? In one generation. And here you— you, you, you know, you got these crazy Negroes running around, oh, white racism keeps us down. Really? Really? This is ridiculous, folks. This is ridiculous. Jesus told the apostles that were fishing on the left side of the boat all night and caught nothing, take your nets up and throw them on the right side. What does What's the difference between the left side and the right side? Where the right side, that references the right hand doing things right, doing things in accordance with God's will. And when you do things that way, you met with success. I was at a, an event at Virginia Union, shameful, disgraceful. The grass wasn't cut right. The microphones didn't work. You had... Guys up there, literally semi-literate, trying to ask questions. There were no follow-ups. The Democrat was allowed to lie through his teeth, no fo- not even from the guy that called himself a Republican, a member of the, I forget his name, a member of the Republican committee from uh, somewhere up in Northern Virginia. I mean, really, that, that, really, that was the best they could do. Okay, a black university and the first thing out of their mouth. okay, it wasn't a question about, um, you know, something that concerns the entire nation. The border, border security, the war with Islam, the economy. No, it was something about, you know, what are my I have my head in my hand, Mr. Candidate for governor. What are you going to put in my hat? I thought it was shameful. I thought it was shameful. And I'm telling you, Frederick Douglass and Booker T. Washington and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. are rolling over in their graves to think that the sacrifices they made so that black Americans could live in the freest, most prosperous nation the world has ever known, a nation. That something happened that has never happened before where a group of people that used to be enslaved had one of their own rise up and become leader of the country. That's never happened, folks. But you still have, see, the Democrat Party can't promise you what we believe in works because what they believe in is anti-God. It's on the left side. They're never, ever going to cast their nets on the right side. Because to cast your nets on the right side is to be a Republican, is to be a Christian, is to be a conservative. And I don't mean a low-fat Republican. Don't get me wrong now. I mean a real rock-rib Republican, okay? The kind of Republican that I am. I'm so Republican that most Republicans don't like me. And that's fine with me. That's fine. Most recent election we had, one candidate bought an ad here, Dave Brad. All the others, in spite of me carrying water for those jokers, no one thought to buy an ad to support this program. Several of them wouldn't even come on the program. Too much truth. Too much truth. They put Ed Gillespie on the spot with one of these racial questions. And some, the, the, the idiot that was the uh, moderator, uh, he put out a, a false narrative that the schools in Northern Virginia are teaching false history because they teach that blacks fought in the Confederacy. And this jackass, and I, that was not a slip of the tongue this time, okay? I didn't really mean it the last time I called someone a jackass on this show, and I apologize to that guy. But this joker, okay? If you're a moderator, if you put yourself in a position of leadership, okay, once you do that, or actually before you do that, I advise people you go into God's holy word in the Bible and find out what it says to be careful to ask for leadership because you're judged by a different standard. And Jesus himself had one standard for the humble and one another standard for the proud. And so I'm on solid ground to call this joker what he is. Weak. Weak. Childlike. Oh, Mr. Gillespie, uh, the mean old school book writers, uh, they they put a lot, they're not teaching true history. What are you going to do about that? Man, grow up. The governor does not write textbooks. See, this is why I'm the school choice advocate at the Virginia Christian Alliance. If these people would stop treating the educational system as, an, as something organized to benefit teachers and other professionals that make money and treat it as something organized for the benefit of children, you wouldn't have this problem because the competition among schools, if you don't want your child taught the truth that There were black people that fought in the Confederacy, if that if the truth offends you, then you can take your child to a school that teaches the history that's made up to to suit you, as opposed to history that actually happened. And Ed punted on the issue. Oh, he just backpedaled. He didn't know what to say because, see, the man knew the truth, but he would not say the truth. He would not speak the truth because he knew that because he was in front of a black audience, that this black audience was not interested in truth. But truth is what you get here, because this is not just the deal, not just the real deal. This is the really real deal. And I am so sick of these weak, poverty-pimp Negroes, poverty-pimp Negro politicians, pulpit-pimp Negro preachers. I am sick of them holding back the masses, keeping them in poverty. So they have to live on a poverty of a plantation of poverty, spiritual poverty, mental poverty, which leads inevitably to financial poverty. Because the truth offends him. There were blacks that fought on the side of the Confederacy. Because back then, sir, The states saw themselves as separate nations, not as one confederacy against one union. We're going to take our top of the hour break. And when we come back, it's still going to be hot and heavy. But I will entertain your phone calls. If someone out there has the nerve to call up, the number is 804-454-1366. This is
0: would be nothing nothing without
1: a woman a welcome back to the program virginia your friendly friendly neighborhood hatchet man brother craig coming back at you live here on virginia's big dog radio program as we listen to a little bit of james brown in the background there it's a man's world and uh Hey, we got a man on the line that wants to take the hatchet man on, and I welcome that as always. President of the First Amendment Inc., I love, I champion everyone's right to speak. And uh, and so here on this program, we don't screen calls, we take all calls. And so uh, if someone, we have more than one line. If someone else wants to be next, 804 454 1366 is the number 804 454 1366 six six and uh we want to welcome Spate to the program from Richmond. What's on your mind, man?
2: Hey man, um first of all, I just want to say that I really do think what you're doing is a good thing. You know what I mean?
1: You really because did you say you do or don't?
2: I do think.
1: Oh, okay.
2: I really do think what you're doing is a is a great thing because sometimes when you do light a fire whether you like the fight with the right intent or the wrong intent, it can still be something good to bring to shine the light on a specific topic. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. When you, said, when you say when you say something about Virginia Union, uh huh, Virginia State, CIAA schools, you know, at Richmond Public Schools. That's my herb. I went to Elizabeth City in 1982. Um, I come out of Hallow Springs 1982. The next year, I went to Elizabeth City. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I won't be able to cover everything that I really want to say. Well, my, look. Heart, my heart is warm based on what you're really trying to do. But I think if I won't be critical on what you're saying, I think that name-calling you know, you can call people what you want to call them, but when you're trying to send a message across, I think you should tone it down a little so they won't reject everything that you're saying. Right. Everything you're saying is the truth.
1: Oh, I it's know the it's truth. the truth.
2: It's the truth. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that whole that whole slavery thing, that whole thing, Confederate thing. You know what I mean? It, that thing is it Deep. You know what I mean? But, but look, money, do you ever ask you, is,
1: do you ever ask yourself why do the Democrats uh, now look, the Democrat Party is the party that uh, d- that drove the Native Indians from the uh, eastern United States in the Trail of Tears and death. Ten thousand of them died as they marched them I, I, I to Oklahoma. The same, yeah, exactly. the same yeah, Democrat Party the is the they party of the slavery. Them. Yeah. they them out of the land. They stole the land from. Them. All right, the Ku cool Klux Klan. Go, now you got to let the host. Go, sir spate spate you, you got to let the host get a word in edgewise okay i'm sorry i'm going to let I'm you sorry. come it's back your, okay, okay right, right 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 well right. it's not just that but it's helpful right. if we can take turns okay, okay thank you. yeah no, i had you a guy problem. last week <laughs> that just hit me rapid fire man i had to put him on hold and then i brought him back later so but anyway i right. appreciate you being right. willing to stand down you're going to be you're going right. to get another shot at it here Okay, but see, this is this is my issue. Now, if I'm meek and mild, um, you know, Republicans have a candidate that's meek and mild. I don't think he's going to win. I'm going to vote for him. I'll do everything I can to help him. I'll invite him on the program. He probably won't come. But I don't think he's going to win. Now, contrast that with what Donald Trump did. I thought he went way overboard. He should not have called Carly Fiorina ugly. He should not have called Ted Cruz a liar. Ted Cruz is one of the most honorable politicians I've ever heard of. Okay? Right. He should not okay. have called Ben Carson a pedophile, but the man won. Sir, you the hold, name on, hold on, hold on, okay. hold on. I what oh, no, you, did no, 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 no. you got to be able to listen? What I just said was Donald Trump should not have called Ben Carson a pedophile. Down. He but he won, that. though. He won. Okay. In other words, okay. we we live in an era where the the competition is like white noise, that because there's so many voices out here. Now, see, right. 50 years ago, you had a handful of newspapers, you had a, a a handful of radio stations. Then, when TV came in, you had three TV stations. Okay. even 20 years ago, you had one cable station, CNN. Brother, now you got 500 channels. You you have the Internet. So I, as a communicator, as a communicator and a broadcaster, I have to be able to break through. Okay. and I didn't call anybody any. I didn't call anybody a pedophile. I, I called no one a name that what they could maybe file a lawsuit for, such as. Ted Cruz is a liar, okay? Ted Cruz is not a liar. I didn't call the guys that were there moderating. I didn't say they're liars. I said they're weak and semi-literate. And you even admitted I was right.
2: Yeah, which is true. Okay,
1: so we got to call a spade a spade, man, and this is the benefit of it. The benefit is that it makes them sharpen their knives because there are times in my life when I've been uh, weak and semi-literate. And so well, if someone were to bring that to my attention, my feelings might get hurt, but I'm gonna think, wow, I'm semi literate, you know, okay, and, and I'm okay. gonna study harder. Right.
2: Exactly. Did you did
1: you know that Condoleezza, do you know why Condoleezza Rice is so articulate? Because I mean, she because she used to stand in front of her mirror and practice the English language, her grammar and articulation because Heart right dedication Heart right
2: dedication makes you better you know what right I mean? it makes you stronger thank but you the whole thing you you fighting for a solution and my thing is the solution is not going to be based on belittling another person because they cannot compete with you
1: what word did I use that belittled well, someone
2: I, I think I think I'm you know I'm think we passed that you you explain that <laughs> but the whole thing that I'm saying is that you know what we're trying to do, and I believe what you're trying to do is find a solution. The solution is to try to bring a light on, like you used. We go back to the Virginia Union thing. These guys didn't cut the grass.
1: You know, you know, when you trying to? Well, it was people, it was it was mostly cut. It just it was partially uncut. Okay, and the and the biggest thing was the microphones didn't work. Okay. Right. I mean, they you know, I mean it it was just it got to be ridiculous. And then the weakness of the questioning, okay? Right. I mean, right. it was just weak all the way around. There was no follow up, okay. You found a lot of flaws. Oh, uh, right. man, there were too many flaws. <laughs> now I know I'm judging by a high right. standard because I'm a professional right. communicator. And I right. and I exactly. and I get right. that.
2: But and I can't compete with you with that. I know that I can't compete with words, you know, when, when it comes to you doing what you do. Like I said, I work. I'm a contractor for the post office. I pulled over the side of the road, really to just tell you, keep doing what you're doing. My main solution to this conversation is for you to keep doing what you're doing, and I hope in what you're doing, it could help you grow, benefit, and help everybody else grow that well, benefits. God bless to listen you. to you. I, I appreciate I mean, bottom that. Bottom bottom line, and that's what I really want to do. And if I could give you something. Uh, donate something to you, or help you to reach your goal in trying to help people that need help. You know, that's what you do. You know, we got police officers, doctors, lawyers, everybody that serve a purpose in this world. And it's whether you want to be an asset, that's the choice that you have, and a lot yeah. of people just don't want. To, a lot of people don't want to be an asset because they don't want to take the time to put the work in, or if they get disencouraged, they go and somewhere in a corner, and I use this phrase: pout or yes. make excuses. You can lay down when you got people that's continuing to to continually grow and take control of in and everything that we got going on. Why we living here in America. Yeah, You know what I mean? I and that's do. what's wrong with these people. They can't get accustomed to the, you know, the taxes, the penalties, the uh, property taxes. You never own anything, you know what I mean, because you're always going to have to pay taxes on any and everything that you
0: get.
1: got. Yeah, well, there's a responsibility that comes with ele- right. elevation. So when you get right. elevated right. to being right. the custodian of anything, whether it's real estate right. or even a, a car or a truck... When you get elevated to being the quote-unquote owner of it, that brings a responsibility. And, and right. too often, people are not educated on rights and responsibilities. They only want the first half of that equation, which is rights. Okay, right. I have a right to this. I have a right to that. And right out of the bat, were you at the event, the Virginia Union event? Man, I wish I could have
2: met you. I'd give anything to just shake your hand and just <laughs> pick your brain for a while. I appreciate if, it, man. You know where you at, man? Because I, we need more radio station people such as yourself to let the ones know that really want to know.
1: I appreciate what, that. You, God bless you. Yeah, Those yeah, are very but, kind uh, words. Well, look, do this. Yeah. Go to uh, right. you can easily remember this. Uh, Sound okay. SoundCloud dot com slash brother craig that's my podcast archive we archive all these programs the the one you're listening to the one people are listening to now will be up uh probably in the next couple of days and uh but i there's you know probably 50 of them up
2: (laughs) Up though, dude, you was like, you know, calling the preachers out, you know, like those guys, the well, Saint Pauls guy, you know, the the guy over here. But yelling. Jesus did that. All these guys, man, these guys got these big time organizations making this money, doing what they're doing, and you know, doing. I ain't got no problem with you having a Bentley, a uh, Range Rover, all that type of stuff. But do <laughs> do something too when these people in Fairfield Court, Wilton Court, the mm-hmm. ones that that need some help. Do something to help build the schools. Go over there and look at Woodville.
1: Yeah, yeah. And And school choice.
2: Look at Woodville Woodville School. Look at Fairfield Court. You know what I mean? You know, I went to Woodville. I went to Woodville School.
1: I went went to Woodville School in Churchill.
2: Right. Yeah. They did something with Mosley Middle School. They told down Armstrong, you know what I'm saying, you ready to put some apartments over there, some condos or something, you know. Yeah. But they need the as long as these schools are here, they need to help these schools, such as those schools, those elementary yeah. schools, those girls that live in that neighborhood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to help them because they're well, not doing the School choice, anything. brother. You know, but still, you got to help the ones that don't really know. You know All what right. I mean?
1: But look, I've got, okay. a, I got I, a roll. I we, we're up against a break here. But look, I appreciate your kind words. And man, you I are,
2: appreciate you. Well, you or <laughs> right. anyone else it's that emotional. wants to donate, yeah, man, we
1: emotional. Okay. Well, the First Amendment right. Inc. I'm I'm president of the First Amendment Inc. and that's where donations go, and that uh, helps us uh, as we pay for this uh, radio airtime here. They don't pay me; right. I pay them. So, in any, any help is appreciated. First the, Amendment Inc. The T H E F I R S T A M E N D M E N T I N C. The First okay, Amendment. Okay. The okay. First Amendment Inc. Dot com, okay. And, okay. Um, Yeah, so we appreciate it. God bless you.
2: You you too. Have a good day.
1: All right, bye now. All right, that was a great call there. We're a little long on this segment, folks. The phone number, if you would like to participate, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366.
0: A man and his microphone, Brother Craig.
1: Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this Rendezvous with Destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VACHristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing
2: they may cause you tears go ahead release your fears stand up and be counting. don't be shamed to cry you gotta be you gotta be bad you gotta be bold you gotta be wiser you gotta be hard you gotta be tough you gotta be stronger
1: welcome back to the program virginia your friendly neighborhood hatchet man brother Craig coming back at you live here. We uh I've gotta get that little uh r- that little music clip fixed there. I love that song by Desiree. You gotta be bad, you gotta be bold. But <laughs> our little clip stops too soon. <laughs> Welcome back to the program, Virginia. You're friendly, friendly, and I emphasize the word friendly. Okay. <laughs> uh interesting story of why I started calling myself your friendly neighborhood it used to be just the hatchet man okay and uh i remember when the uh, virginia museum of fine arts had their grand reopening and uh uh, i can't remember which station i was at back then uh it was either wlee or wclm one of one of the two stations but uh i showed up to do an interview uh with the communications director at the museum to celebrate the grand reopening of the renovation and, uh, the young lady that I met with, um, I I think I gave her my business card and it was like, you know, I'm brother Craig, the hatchet man. Uh, she went back and she, uh, I mean, I I guess that's where the word snowflake comes in. Uh, there's some guy here called the hatchet man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I kind of got a kick out of that. And I said, oh, don't worry, miss. I mean, I'm your friendly neighborhood hatchet, man. And um, so I, I try to, you know, because, I mean, actually, the, the previous caller kind of semi-right in a sense. Um, but it, I I I strategically use language that gets people's attention. Okay. And so... Until the United Negro College Fund changes their name to, you know, the United uh, Black College Fund or the United African-American College Fund or preferably to something like the United Christian College Fund, which, you know, St. Paul says there's no black, no white, no male, no female, no Jew, no Gentile, no rich, no poor, all are of one blood in Christ, okay? Now, until— they get rid of that. All right. Because the establishment of the um, the establishment or the intelligentsia of the civil rights movement. You know, they feel like they have a, some sort of right to that, uh, because historically in the era that that college fund, which do they do great work, by the way, but in the era that they were founded, uh, Blacks were called Negroes, okay? And so they, are, for historical reasons, I guess, they keep the name the United Negro College Fund. And there are, there are several other old organizations that still use the word Negro, okay? So, you know, blacks have gone through this, and I think it's, it's somewhat ridic- ridiculous, and it reveals that uh, people are not rooted in their Christianity, and, you know, and I say that in all humility as a Christian brother, uh, in trying to encourage us uh, individually and corporately to be more Christ like and to see ourselves as children of God and not see ourselves as black, white, Hispanic, Asian, male, female, okay? But to take to heart the words of uh, St. Paul, okay? And Reverend Chickenfoot can get up and read it, but what is he doing to get people to implement it? Not, I mean, really, really, n- not a whole lot. But the things I say, they're not nearly as harsh as some of Jesus' words, okay? Because, again, Jesus in, in one passage in St. John now, he, on the one hand, well, not one passage, but in one chapter in St. John, on one hand, he's telling people, don't stone this woman that's caught in adultery, okay? Don't stone her unless you can prove that you are without sin. If that's you, you cast the first stone. Everyone drops their stone, and, and they leave. And it now, what, what Jesus wrote in the sand uh, prior to saying that is left to your imagination because the Bible is not specific to say what he wrote in the sand. But it did say that he wrote something in the sand, okay? Maybe he was writing down the sins of all those that had stones in their hands. So on the one hand, there's the humility, the forgiveness, the, that, the soft side of God's nature. But then on the other, and that's to the humble. To, and, and, and he told the woman, go and sin no more, okay? Go and sin no more, not we're going to forgive you, but it's okay if you stay in sin because I'm affirming your sin. No, okay, which is the essence of the Nashville statement that the neoliberals are howling about now and uh, where Christian pastors are reaffirming the church's historic stance against homosexuality and uh, in, you know, in all these new different uh, isms, transgenderism, you know, it's, it, it just gets to the point where it's ridiculous when a boy doesn't know he's a boy and a girl doesn't know he's a girl okay and uh i mean and his children always know that okay they always know there's a difference between boys and girls you give one of them a puppy the first question they ask you okay is it a boy or a girl that's the first thing a child wants to know they know the difference okay and these wicked people are putting these evil spirits on people with all this confusion, and it's all coming from the same party, the Democrat Party, where black people don't know, okay, are you a Negro? Are you a colored man, a colored woman? Okay, are you an Afro-American? Are you an African-American? Are you black? You know, are you brown? I mean, it gets to the point of being kind of ridiculous, okay, because skin is about a sixteenth of an inch thick, Okay, and that's not a scientific measurement. it might be a one thirty-second of an inch thick, but it's thin. Okay, your skin is thin, and people are not going deep into the character of people the way the late great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. asked to be judged by content of character. And so all I'm doing is doing what Jesus did. He judged the Pharisees by the content of their character. That. you know, the same thing with the money changer. OK, nothing wrong with making money, but you can't do that in the temple and and, and use God's holy name to uh, profit uh, personally. You just you can't do that. And so Jesus called out those money changers. He called out evildoers. He told people you are of your father, the devil. And so and then he told me to be like him. So <laughs> 804-454-1366 is the number 804 804- 454-1366. Four, welcome back to the program Virginia your friendly neighborhood hatchet man brother Craig coming back at you live here on Virginia's big dog radio program the really real deal our final uh, 30 minutes of today's program the number here 804-454-1366 804-454-1366 and uh, you know interesting song we have there um, talking about the sky falling down and uh I'll do anything for you, and I'll uh, reiterate uh, what I started the program with, uh, that uh, here we have uh, the the fiasco of Charlottesville trumped up, really literally trumped up by Democrats. And I can't find a Republican uh, elected official or leader or party elder, so far anyway, uh, I'm still working on it, who will join me in condemning uh, Terry McAuliffe and the uh, the mayor of Charlottesville and the uh, police chief and the um, public safety director—that these people—they uh, hatched this. They hatched this. Okay, the proof that the dots are there; they just have to be connected. Okay, unless you want to say it's a co- it's a coincidence. Okay, now is it a coincidence that the uh, the the guy that called that what I call a false flag operation that put out the call for all these inbred losers, these brother cousins. Uh, they called them from all over the country, and they only could round up 200 of them. Okay, 200 of them. The guy that drove the car, which he didn't, you know, go to try to run this woman down, as they said, but he ran into a car, which then hit another car, and then that car hit the woman in a very unfortunate final uh the result is the woman died, okay? But this guy, he's from Ohio and he's been on uh, psychotropic medication his whole life, okay? Every, not his whole life, ever since he went into elementary school. okay? Now who now do dastardly Republicans control the education system? Do Republicans put kids on uh, psychotropic medication when boys are just restless? or do Democrats do that? okay? I think you know the answer. That's Miss McGillicuddy. All right, sit down, little Billy. Oh, little Billy, you just drive me crazy. I'm gonna send you to the nurse. Nurse, I want you to put him on drugs. Okay, now, one, then you you, you, you you finish high school and you use drugs, they lock you up. But you're in the classroom controlled by Democrats, okay? Let's just be clear and let's be honest. It is not that there's no such thing as a Republican teacher because there are. But the education establishment is a government monopoly that's designed to ensure the per- per- the, in perpetuity that there's poverty and that they, as a party, benefit from the poverty. Okay? And so you, you have this guy. But that's a long way of saying we went through that, as ugly as that was, as ugly as Charlottesville was, and 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 as ugly as it is that uh, no one in leadership will say that the guy was a Democrat. The guy that called the 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 uh, event together, he was a, a two-time Obama voter, and he was a paid organizer by George Soros for the Occupy movement. So this same guy that George Soros pays to Uh, foment uh, trouble at Occupy, they pay him to foment similar trouble. And the net result is a death. And what do Republicans do? Get defensive when the Republicans did not start the Ku Klux Klan. Democrats did. Okay? A Republican operative did not call the Unite the Right uh, movement. A Democrat did. Okay? A Republican did not control 1,000 first responders, 300 state troopers, the National Guard, the Sheriff's Department, and ambulances. The Democrats did. Democrat mayor, Democrat governor. They controlled all that, and they, and they were told ahead of time this could happen, and they allowed it to happen. And so we go from that to now we get to see, and it's a shame, you know, and maybe God is telling us something, that it takes events of this magnitude to bring people together to get past that. And now you see, and you know, and these are both events in the South. Texas is in the South and Florida. Both of them are our southernmost states. You can't get any more South than Texas and Florida. And people are helping one another, okay? Type of guy that these nasty neoliberals would call a redneck. He, that redneck, he shows up in his boat to save your life, and he doesn't care what shade, uh, your, your your skin color, your outer shell. It's, the outer shell on you is irrelevant. It's the simple fact that you are a child of God and you're precious in God's sight, and these people are doing God's will, okay? And it took, it took this type of devastation. I just want to say I'm proud of my nation. OK, I am proud of my nation. Now, after the storms are over, are we still going to have troubles? Yes. OK, but hey, we will we'll get through that, too. And we're going to say hi to dad out in California. What's on your mind, dad? Uh, Dr. Well, yeah. Dr. Arthur Howard. Uh, (laughs) I'd like to throw that in.
0: If you had a chance to to look at the Internet news, I saw on the Internet where the Supreme Court agreed with the baker that he does not have to bake a cake for homosexual same-sex marriages. Yeah. And I thought that was great.
1: Yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing that, Dad. And, um, you know, and, folks, my father-in-law, he's a great guy, I'm telling you. Dad, he is on top of. Oh, oh, I mean, you have become like a super, super staunch um, conservative to go along with being a real solid Christian, and I'm just, I'm so proud of you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: uh, you know, this conservative, I have you to thank for that because uh, I had to do some research on what the Republicans stood for and what the Democrats really stood for, and and, and I was reading what the Democrats stood for and I said no I don't support that I don't support that that's not good that's not good so obviously I'm a conservative
1: well God bless you and uh, you know but it's not me It's the it's the Holy Spirit working through me and I and I pray that as I do this over the air that uh, people around the nation uh, get the message and do and see but see folks you got to do what dad did. Dad, you've done you done some reading and researching on your own, right? I'm just yeah, pointing you in the right that. direction. I
0: need to know what this really and, and the sad part about that a lot of people don't do any research. They vote Democrat because their parents voted Democrat. And right. They've been voting Democrats for centuries and decades and what have you? Yeah. You have to do the research. And I'm glad I did because yeah. I do not agree with the Democrats and what they stand for. I don't.
1: Yeah. So you I know, and it's a shame that most people uh, would be like you if they, uh, because most people live their personal lives, particularly responsible people. Now, you always have the crooks, the swamp monsters who, who privately benefit, uh, for example, the people that work in the welfare department. They divide up 60% of the welfare money. Only 40% of it goes to the poor people. Right. OK, so, of course, the people that work in the uh, in the agencies that administer poverty and that oversee and manage poverty, they're never you know, they're going to always vote 95 percent Democrat. And you you got a handful of Republicans in there. But, you know, they're not you know, they're not a, a massive amount. They, they're they're four or five, six percent. So these yeah. people, they're going to always vote Democrat, okay? And I, and I don't
0: know why, and these are the same people that's complaining well that nothing's going right.
1: Well, they, 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 the reason why is that because they're not voting based on the interests of the collective. They're voting based on personal interests. So uh-huh. if you work for the government in some, now there's some government jobs that are needed, but there's many that are not needed. And if your government job is a part of the bloat, a part of the fat that could very easily be trimmed, well, and here you got a guy comes to the state house or the White House, and he says, I'm going to drain the swamp, I'm going to trim the fat, I'm going to fire people, Uh, you know, I'm going to lay off. Well, you don't want to vote for that guy. You want to vote for the guy that says, we have to do this for the children. We have to do this for the poor. We have to do this for the downtrodden. They're really doing it for themselves. They're
0: doing it for themselves. That's yes. right. Yes. They're doing it for themselves. Yeah. Right. And, uh, but I just wanted to uh, touch bases with you on that, and I, I was very pleased to see that article about how the Supreme Court agreed with the baker. God bless that. you don't have to bake no cake for same-sex yeah. marriages. And, but you
1: know it's something, Dad? The sad thing about it is the, is the simple fact that this woman thought these homosexuals were her friends. She's trying to be a good Christian, be nice to all, And see, and this is the the fallacy that we fall into as Christians. We think that if we be nice to them, they'll be nice back to us. Okay, but what did Jesus tell us? That they would hate us because they first hated him. He didn't say he didn't say that all you have to do is show the love of Christ to people and they're going to reflect it back on you. The Bible doesn't well,
0: I'm going to go one step further and share this with you. This mm-hmm. law about same-sex marriage, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as same-sex marriage and that law right. is is really not a law, it goes against God's law. God says man shall not lie with man, woman shall not lie with woman. Right. So where does uh, where does the Supreme Court get the audacity to say well yeah, same-sex marriage is okay. Then at the same time they say God bless America no
1: you have to earn the blessings of god yeah now um we can get into it another time about earning the blessings because you know there's that whole thing called grace but we won't go into that right now dad <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i want to i want to okay. share with you have you read the nashville statement no i haven't read that yet yeah google that the nashville statement and the neoliberals, liberals they're all in a twitter over that and um you know, and, and a lot of pastors are trying to punt on this. And some of the biggest pushback—the Nashville statement basically just uh, reaffirms what you were saying about uh, sexual morality. That's all. Yeah. That's all it does. It's yeah. a group of group of pastors in Nashville put a statement out, and a lot of them signed it. And the biggest yeah. pushback that is coming from the church, okay? Because wow. a lot of these pastors they don't want to make a decision as as God's holy word says be ye hot or be ye cold don't be on That's the fence right. okay be he, he
0: lukewarm will spew you out of his mouth exactly. in other words he just get rid of you
1: right right and so you have <laughs> to you have to choose you you, you have right. to in particularly those that um uh, are called to leadership or they say they're called to leadership or they're in leadership and see Dietrich yeah. Bonhoeffer uh he had a saying uh that uh silence in the face of evil is itself evil. God, will, true, not us, right, God will not hold us right. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. And so I extend that not to decide is to decide. And a lot of these uh these um low-fat republicans or these uh pulpit pimp preachers and you know Reverend Chickenfoot you know, these people have infiltrated the church, Dad, and are trying to take it over for Satan. And they are on the LBGT bandwagon big time. And what a lot of them do, rather than get their membership upset and angry, is they take an approach of uh, we, we're not going to decide. We're not going to make a decision on that. We, you know, So when you go with the flow, Dad, and you see the trend line, all that is is a slow-motion affirmation of this uh, LBGT-ism. Yeah that's,
0: yeah.
1: that's really all it is. So you really have decided. You just stand in front of your congregation and you say, we're not going to decide. But you have decided.
0: But you have, right. Yeah, right, you, yeah. You,
1: you really have. And so yeah. this uh, the Nashville statement, I highly encourage everyone out there, uh, those that are interested in, in what's happening in the world, Google that and and you know bring that up in your church. Bring it up with your pastor, with your deacon board, with your elders. Um, you know, churches need to uh, affirm, reaffirm, or deny, uh, but they need to make a decision because you cannot have it both ways. You know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, look, I'm gonna let you get on with your show. I just leave it with one thought.
1: Yes. Christmas is coming, and I can't wait to get there. We're looking forward to having you, Dad. God bless you. All right. Talk to you later. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Virginia. We're going to take our final break of the day, and when we come back, we will wrap up the program. 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366.
0: A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. Be nothing, nothing without a woman a
1: Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyusa.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance. At vachristian.org and saltandlightcouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program for our final segment, last 10 minutes of today's program. It's been a, a great program. Uh, we're going to be looking very much forward to rescheduling Robert Spencer. Uh, and in the meantime, I highly recommend his book, uh, The Infidel's Complete Guide to Free Speech. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and go to his website, Jihad Watch. I mean, he really gets on it. And, uh, and I really need to, uh, you know, there's, I always have more issues than I can get to in two hours. And uh, here we are, final uh, nine minutes now of the program. We haven't even talked about uh, Trump. You know, um, he talked about uh, draining the swamp, okay? They're not going to go after Lois Lerner. The same IRS commissioner that they were, uh, li- that the Republicans were lying about, oh, uh, we might impeach him. I mean, these people that stonewalled, that refuse, the, 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 the Congress has a legal right to subpoena these people, and these people, they just refuse. They thumb their nose. We have divided government, okay? The, each, each of the three branches can check the other two, okay? And so it's, um, but, you know, these people, when they're working for Barack Hussein Obama, uh, they just thumb their nose, and, and the Republicans did nothing. And now that you have Trump, still nothing, okay? I thought he was going to drain the swamp, okay? Lois Lerner, oh, well, we can't do this because we'll never get a conviction. Now, does that stop Democrats from raking Republicans through the coals? Because what it does is what you, what you have to understand is that the Democrats play the long game, just like they're— They are soul brothers. The the Muslims. They play the long game. Okay, and I'm going to tie the two together because you have this thing called the coalition of evil, and this and it's appropriate that I tie these two together to to wrap the program up because Monday is the anniversary of the September 11th attacks that date back to 1565. Okay, and I cataloged them earlier in the program in case you missed it. You just Google historical uh, atrocities committed by Muslims on September 11th. Okay. And you'll find, uh, 1565, you'll find 1683, you'll find 1697. And I mean, you could, you could go on and on and on. September 11th is big to these people. Okay. Because what they hate is the fact that we are children of God and our rights and freedom come from God. The word Islam means to submit. That's l- the literal translation of Islam. It does not mean peace. Salam means peace, as in Assalam alaikum, May peace be unto you. Salam means peace. Islam means submission, and that's what the word means. Submission, and that's what Muslims demand. Submission. Okay. You don't submit, fine. that makes you an infidel. You're an infidel, we can lie to you. We can kill you. We can once you do submit and you acknowledge our superiority, we can t- give a special tax to you that Muslims don't have to pay, but you do have to pay. okay? We can appropriate your property, all right? We can rape your women. In the Quran, they call that those that thy right hands possess, okay? So they can have up to four wives, but they can have an unlimited number of concubines that their right hands possess. And it says if you go into them after three months, there's no fault in you. So basically, they want to wait and find out is she pregnant or not already. And if she's not already pregnant, she can become your sex slave. Okay, now that's Islam. That's the Quran. And no one ever calls up here to say, Brother Craig, you're wrong because I'm not wrong, okay? They never called up to say, oh, Islam is wonderful. It does not mean submission, because it does mean submission. And September 11th is not because, oh, it's God's way of saying 911, okay? Like what you would dial on a telephone. No, it's a historic date because these people have a long memory of when they thought they had the world conquered. Uh, they, were in, they were in Europe and the Knights of Malta turned them back and they left on September 11th 1565 okay and they, there was a and then September 11th 1683 138,000 christians showed up to kick their hind parts uh, out of austria uh vienna vienna austria <laughs> i'm sorry okay so but anyway now what does that have to do with uh democrats and trump and not draining the swamp as promised, okay? It, it has this, this to do with it, okay? You have, uh, and again, this is a, a fault of Virginia Republicans, the, the, uh, the elites, the elders, no one, you know, I mean, Terry McAuliffe is linked with Salomon Melgan. and Salomon Melgan is in the news because Robert Menendez, Democrat, is going on trial for corruption, okay? And they're trying to use uh, this this silly little issue of Bob McDonald. Some man bought his wife some shoes. Now, apparently they were some expensive shoes and some expensive dresses, and he lo- made uh, two loans to him at 5% interest, and... This totals up to $160,000 by the time you throw in, oh, he spent a week at his house, or if it had been at a resort, it would have been a $20,000 vacation. I mean, and they call that corruption. And the Democrats have corruption literally in the billions of dollars. This particular case, uh, $8.6 million, uh, where Salomon Melgen overbilled Medicaid. He's in prison now, okay? And he made donations to Terry McAuliffe, to Bill Clinton, to uh, this guy Menendez. And so Menendez, and typically Democrats get away with this, but for some strange reason, Menendez was too stupid to get away with it, okay? And so this is, uh, this is going on now. And so my issue with Republicans is why you, you have this handed to you on a silver platter, You have Terry McAuliffe's successor. Why not use this, okay? Why not speak truth? Why not speak truth aggressively? And so we're at the end of the program, and I can't go into it any further than that other than to just bring it up, ask the question, and then in the coming weeks, we'll see what happens, okay? I'll have more to say about this next week, and I'll probably write an article I have an article right now. I'm looking at an article I wrote four years ago titled Little Terry or Fast Terry. You can just Google that article. It's at Right Side News. Little Terry or Fast Terry has all these millions and millions of dollars in malfeasance. uh, But in the meantime, that's going to have to be the final word. And uh, we want to also reference um, from the book of Mark, that you're going to hear all kinds of things but to um fear not the end is not yet okay and just remember that the, the most oft repeated phrase in the bible is is fear not the most oft repeated phrase fear not and we're going to let that be the last word and uh, we just want to say thank you to all the callers um we're going to see you next week right here folks Same hatchet time, same hatchet station.